This is your other brother's podcast. Sorta. What's up, homies? And welcome back to the Corona Combo Cast. My name is Tom, editor, co-founder of Your Other Brothers, and we're a community navigating faith, homosexuality, masculinity, and this pesky coronavirus together. And I'm Nate Baranowski, a three-peat guest and so comfortable on here that I will be part of the intro. <laughs> I was going to say, man, you just walk right in. Just feel free. Introduce yourself. It's, you are a regular. There is an elite class of people that I have talked to three times thus far, and you are among them. Dear Nate, Ooh. so welcome when do back. I get my once robe, again. my embroidered yab robe. No, you need an embroidered sweatpants. We were joking about sweatpants before recording. <laughs> How they're always drenched with sweat as we walk around in them. And I do want to hear comments from listeners whether you can say I'm wearing a sweatpant. Mm-hmm, Singular. I, I maintain that you can. It's just not utilized. But I think you can say I'm wearing a sweatpant today. I think so. And I have an English degree, so I feel extra qualified to say that. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Sorry, sorry, Tom. I'm getting a call from New York, which may be a client. Hold on a second. Oh, Ooh, let's listen in, everyone. <laughs> Hello, this is Nate. Okay, so we're back from Nate's very inappropriately timed call that he just took. It's been. I'm three a working hours. man with. <laughs> I've been waiting three hours for him to get off, but here we are. We're back. What's up, Nate? Uh... It feels good to be just so popular. You're so popular. You're getting it was a call that had to do with my new TikTok profile. Okay. And this is amazing. What a segue. The Lord is in our midst here today because I seem to recall our last convo cast. You were very down on TikTok. You're like, this is, I don't, I don't, I'm not for it. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, between, Last convo cast and this convo cast, not only are you on TikTok, by my last count, you had like thousands upon thousands of likes and followers and content. You've had a few video content. So I need to ask you what has happened since we last talked. That is what I need answers. Here's what has happened. <laughs> I've been doing some Instagram lives mm-hmm. and a friend of mine reached out to me and said, hey, you should post some things onto TikTok. Um, I think it would be very, very popular. And I, uh-huh. I downloaded TikTok. Um, it is a, <laughs> how do I say this? It is a platform that is so overwhelming in the fact that it just plays infinite videos uh-huh. on full sound <laughs> as soon as you open it up, just yeah. bombarding you. Um, yeah. but I said, okay, I, I saw another chalk artist that I know and admire on there who's been posting some of her videos. And I was like, all right, I can do this too. This is easy. I don't need to create anything new. I'll just, I have a bunch of videos from art. I will just post yeah. them on there. So I have done it. Now, let me tell you my TikTok impressions. I still don't know if TikTok is anything worth having for your own consumption, but I consider myself more of a dealer than a user when it comes to <laughs> TikTok videos. I am on here posting videos and checking responses and likes and trying to. You're just, yeah, you're just here to get viral. You're not here to participate. You're not here to reciprocate. You just want to put your stuff out there. I try not to spend a whole lot of time on the home or the discover page because (laughs) 
it really can suck you in for yeah yeah so it had a very similar yeah i had a similar i had a similar orientation to tiktok that i did to snapchat i no longer have a snapchat but i remember the first time i downloaded snapchat you were like swiping up and down and left and right and i was like very disoriented because i was just used to twitter facebook and instagram which goes goes one way there's one direction to go and that's it um and so i was very thrown off at first and similarly with tiktok you can swipe all directions the homepage, yeah is an infinite loop which is extremely daunting at first however i don't know how much time you spent on it but literally like you use it for 10 minutes and you start liking things and watching things for certain amounts of time and it starts to learn what you want. And so then suddenly mm-hmm. the infinite loop no longer becomes daunting. It becomes, it almost becomes like a never ending stream of chocolate syrup in your mouth. And it's just so it's delightful. The chocolate fountain. <laughs> Nate, Nate, can I recommend one TikTok user to you? And then we'll be done with TikTok because okay. I want to talk I want to let you know talking. right now, I'm following approximately nine people. Nine people. TikTok. You should follow so a gonna, tenth person. Okay. Well, if you're not already right following, if you're not already following me, I would like to think you are, but I, I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know if I am. Um, Hold on a second. <laughs> um, at Thomas Mark Z. So follow me. First of all, I've posted four very funny things. Oh, um, oh is your content great? It's fairly good i'll just say that thomas mark z (laughs) that's me that's me oh can i tell you my tiktok stats right now where i'm at yeah yeah tell me your tiktok stats and tell them your tell them your handle because i'm sure people listening would love to follow you Uh, my handle is do you say at in front of it you do yes okay (laughs) at nate on tiktok come find me smash the light like and subscribe button. Don't forget Double that tap dot. the dot. I don't know if the dot's important. Nate dot Baranowski. Yeah, you need that dot. I am currently following 10 people, including Thomas Mark Z. Yeah. But I how have, many people? I was impressed. You just got on there. How many? What's your stats? Tell the people. I have 4,519 followers. Man. And I have 167,000 likes. That is crazy. And my Nate. number one video has 1.3 million views. That is crazy, Nate. Do you recognize the amazingness of that? Um, yes, it's actually very cool to see. <laughs> but just at the getting same on. Time, whenever I read the comments, then I'm reminded of like, oh right, this is like mostly a lot of twelve year olds, a lot of like, yeah, a lot of bored kids. <laughs> it's like who aren't in school. it's not even Gen Z. It's like whatever's after Gen Z now. Like, <laughs> is it back Alpha to Gen A? Yeah. Gen A now? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but no, I wanted to recommend this one because my favorite person to follow, I just found him a couple weeks ago um, on TikTok. His name is Johnny Birchtold. Johnny Birchtold. And the reason I recommend him personally to you is because he's clearly a theater kid. He's extremely theatrical. Um, but he is so funny because he comes up with these super niche cliche movie characters. And as a movie aficionado, I know you have a movie podcast that I quite mm-hmm. enjoy. He does all of these like cliche characters and he acts them out on TikTok and he's super talented, super funny. Um, I might find him personally attractive. So that's probably part of my reason for following him. But he is like legitimately one of the funniest people I follow on the internet or whatever I'm TikTok is. I'm following him now. So I would recommend you, I went down a rabbit hole of watching all of his TikToks the other day and they're just so clever and funny. So that's the TikTok recommendation for you and for all of our listeners. Johnny Birch told, check him out. Anyway, let's continue. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, phone down. I'm a, I got to like pull myself yes. out of the TikTok. Let me, oh yeah, I was gonna tell one Johnny Birch told. So one of them he does is like that. Um, the the big brother consoling the little brother's asthma attack during a zombie apocalypse, and he's got to like, and they have to they have to like hurry up and move on, but they have to take this moment to like calm him down so he can breathe again it's like super specific like that and he he just does it brilliantly i i get a kick out of all of his tiktoks all right i'm following him now i'm following 11 people (laughs) the numbers are ticking up tiktoking up um okay nate i seed the rest of my time i I wanted to bring up this whole tiktok thing and get that out of the way but i seed the rest of our conversation to you now because i know in the past two conversations we've had you've mentioned potential topics for conversation and so i'm just gonna let you bring you them remember up what those topics are? <laughs> to be honest i listened to the episode that you did with jacob and i really did have like man i wish i could talk about how to kill a chicken or whatever oh why don't we why don't we start <laughs> no, there then no I, it's it's already it's already been it's already been used <laughs> up that's a, that's an old. Would you slit the chicken or would you wring the neck of the chicken? I Let's think, just figure that out. I think you have to wring the neck of a chicken. I I don't like really? shedding the blood of an animal, so mm. I think I'd have to go with the old neck break. See, that just feels way more dramatic to me. Like I don't. Robert De Niro I would worry. Curb stomp. <laughs> I would worry that I don't do it right, and it's and he and he has like a crick in his neck for the rest of his chicken life because I couldn't oh. like swing it around the right way yeah that's definitely no good versus a machete to the neck which you just and clean sweep there it is for those who follow these uh, convo casts they gotta be like man what's going on with these guys (laughs) i miss the days when they talked about their less murder right (laughs) yeah i know we'll get back to that i'll talk about that throughout the week y'all i have an announcement about the Yobcast. we'll get there when we get there but right now we're in the convo cast um okay so nay i do remember one topic you brought up Mm -hmm. on our first convo cast you wanted to talk about the issue or the concept of control Mm, that's all i remember you saying was control and so i have no idea in therapy last week me and my therapist were talking about control and so i thought this could be a great like continuation of my own personal development and growth if you continued that conversation so what what were you thinking exactly what i was thinking is during this time we have very much lost a level of control over our lives Mm -hmm. when it comes to not knowing what the future is and not knowing what's going to happen and in some ways I feel like the level of control I had over my own life was a bit of a veneer, a facade, if you will, because especially as a freelance artist or anyone who's kind of working freelance, the jobs can come and go just like, and if you, if like once they're gone, it's like, well, I can work more to try to get more jobs, but, um, It's not necessarily like stuff that's out of my control. Like COVID is out of my control for the most part. I can do my part. And I think it makes me think of the other parts of my life that I want to maintain control over. um, But I don't actually have that much control. So I'm examining other areas of my life. Give me some of your thoughts. Control, Tom. So hold on, follow-up question. You're examining other areas of your life, such as? Um, just planning for the future and what, um, what that looks like. Um, 
kind of control over yeah uh six like career success mm-hmm. um control over exactly like where i'm going to live what my life's going to look like i think there is yeah i think you can dream about the future about like what you want what you want it to look like i do a lot of future dreaming but i think the idea of you know at the end of the day like my health like I I don't know. I don't know whether I will have a healthy life or yeah. have some sort of ailment or something. And I realize that by me saying that I like my days may be numbered and I have no idea what that number is really rings lovely in your in your gram four heart right now. Uh-huh. I love how much are you loving your, this? Your talk about mortality. Yeah, yes. that really resonates deeply. Um yeah. Okay. Okay. This is good. This is good. I also feel extremely powerless right now. Everything has been taken from me and I'm just like, what do I do? Where do I go? I feel my mobility is something that I treasure greatly. Mm-hmm. And so not being able to travel is a big thing. So in many ways I have felt trapped um, in the last couple of weeks in particular, I've felt trapped in my own body because um, I get spring allergies fairly consistently, but they're not bad. I, I, I have friends who are just like grass, they're allergic to grass. And so they have to like take medication all of their days. And so it's nothing like that. And I I feel extremely blessed as far as how my body is wired, but, but like every spring the pollen comes out and it's itchy, sneezy congestion for a week or two, um, and whatever. But because I've been taking these long neighborhood walks every day, I've been spending way more time outside than I, than I usually do. I imagine in the, in the last 30 years, um, spending these hours outside as trees and things are blooming all around me. So I felt extremely powerless, not only because of all the quarantine, but the last couple of weeks, I just have been like congestion leading to coughing, leading to aches in the body. And it's just like, it all led one thing after another. And, um, and I just felt trapped more than I ever have physically, (laughs) physically, geographically, everything. And so, um, for the first time, because I feel like I've lived a pretty healthy life. I've never had broken bones. I've never spent time in a hospital. I've never had surgery on anything. Um, I've lived pretty healthily. And this has been like the worst health streak of my life the last couple of weeks, honestly. And um, and so that's like, again, I start thinking about mortality, like, oh gosh, up until now, I have never had any kind of serious health issues. And this is like the first thing. It wasn't even necessarily serious, but it was more lingering than anything I've ever felt in my life. And um, and so I think about that, like, oh no, like I'm in my mid thirties now and, and my mind isn't what it was yesterday. I tweeted this yesterday. I flushed the toilet before I went to pee. And I was like, what just happened? I, I did that. It was the middle of the day. It's not like I was groggy. It's like, why did I just do that? What was going on with my brain? I hope that's not a trend towards your, <laughs> anyway. <in> your brain. <laughs> So, so I'm thinking about my mortality in ways never before, but I don't know. It's like, on the other hand, to put a positive spin on this, this is like the most time consecutively I've ever spent here in Asheville. Normally after seven, eight weeks, I will have at least gone to see my parents or gone to see my brother or gone, if not on a one or two hour road trip on a flight somewhere, many States away. Um, and so there is this sense of rootedness that I haven't felt here probably in my four years living here that uh is really cool like it feels like my home i'm walking around this neighborhood i'm doing laundry and going to the grocery store and doing all these like 
repetitive things that add up over time. And I'm appreciating this city being my home more than I ever have and learning to just really live presently. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this time is that Mm. truly all we have is today. And we have this hope that tomorrow will be better or some tomorrow down the road will be better, but all we have is today. And so what are we going to do with it? Are we going to be productive? Are we going to be healthy? Are we going to stay connected in whatever way we can? Um, and some days have obviously been better or more present minded than others, but, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a whirlwind, <laughs> I will say. Tom, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you are faced with sort of this lack of control or you're facing your own mortality, what is your, do you, what is your coping mechanism for it? Like, do you just delve like not, for example, I, while I ask the question, this is not good. I'm stacking questions, but <laughs> stack them up. I, for example, tend to want to turn towards a very distracting, uh, uh, not think about it thing. So I get my mind either like focused on a TV show or focused on something else. Uh, for that example, that's a lot of my coping mechanism for like, I, this is out of control. I need something I can control. Uh, what is your method of coping? Well, I have healthy coping and then I have unhealthy coping. So I feel like I couldn't tell, I couldn't answer this question appropriately unless I answer both sides of the question, because I think in a healthy way, um, I'm definitely someone who likes to keep busy. And so that's kind of where the convo cast was born is that all of a sudden I have all this extra time on my hands. Um, and so why not, why not? Like I've been having this idea to do a, a smaller version a quicker podcast, more bite-sized, if you will. Um, and to have these one-on-one conversations, it's been really fun and really great for me. But honestly, it's been a coping mechanism in lots of ways because yeah, it's giving me something to do every day or every other day at the most. And so that's that's been one thing in addition to like whatever, blogging or um, other projects that I'm working on. So that's that's like when I'm healthy, and obviously that can be unhealthy too, if you're just doing busy work to be busy and you're ignoring your feelings sure. or whatever. But, but on the, on the just strictly being productive front, like that's, that's a positive coping mechanism I have when I feel like something's out of my c- control because all of a sudden this puts me back in control. Like, what can I do? Like, oh, I can't go out to a coffee shop, but instead of that, I'll stay at home and have a podcast recording with you know, some of my favorite people and then I'll do that instead. So that's, that's been one way. And then the other way, yeah, if I'm just being honest, digital distractions, whether it's like TikTok, (laughs) whether it's TikTok or Netflix or binging, binging, whatever, like there's that, um, looking at things I shouldn't just to, to take it that direction too. Like there is, there is that distraction as well. So basically spending too much time on technology, on the internet, like that's absolutely something that I have to, monitor and and just have extra restrictions on my phone and just be really conscious of not spending so much time on screens because that's my life has been reduced by increasing screens like I I think last week I had seven zoom calls (laughs) throughout the week and I'm just like what is my life now I'm just on the screen all the time and it's great to connect with people of course but when you combine that with all the other time I spend on the screen both in positive ways and negative ways it's just like it's just so much screen time. Speaking of that, have you thought about or done like a technology fast, a like no screens for a whole day thing um, during this quarantine time? 
not during this quarantine time. That's a great idea. I would probably go mad at the end, which probably means I should try it or do it because I think think the exact same thing. I think, I don't know how well I would, I would do. Yeah. For the last like two years, I think it's been about two years, maybe a year and a half. um, I have incorporated a social media fast every week. So pretty much every week, one day a week, I'm just like very conscious to not be on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and um, whatever, whatever other ones are out there because, because so much of my week is consumed by them from a personal standpoint, but even right. from a career standpoint too, just like posting links to blogs and podcasts. And I'm always, right. I'm on social media six days a week. So I definitely, I'm proud of myself that one day a week, I've been able to be pretty good at, at resisting that, but technology in general, just like not being on YouTube or not being on, um, or just any other website watching Netflix. Like that's, that's something I've never tried. And it's, it is something that i you know, suddenly now feel convicted to do, but I don't know <laughs> with how much regularity or, or what, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I spend so much time on the screen. It's, it's definitely something that I could stand to, to do. I feel like I kind of want to do it too. Maybe at some point in time, Tom, if you think to yourself at some point in time, I want to do this, mm-hmm. you just send me a text and maybe Ooh, we can coordinate and do it together. That would be fun. Yeah, I don't know how how I would do in it, but I've heard from people who've done it for like longer. I've heard like people in our small group have done it. I think going on like seven days of just for the seven days, it's just using the screen zoom for small group and zoom for like a a job interview. And that was it. No phone. No. So is it like no texting, no calling or, or like what's your, what are the parameters? I guess that would be something to figure out. Right. I think, I think if I did it, I think I would still want to talk to people on the phone, but I think it would be all social media, all TV, all. Yeah. um, I think I would say, yeah, if I was going to plan it out for myself and whether you follow that or not, I think it would be like, yeah, as long as you're using the phone for phone purposes, as long as you're like, if you're using technology, Use it like a dumb phone. <laughs> yeah. If you're using technology to directly communicate with someone, so not like through social media, not through um, even email to an extent. I also get kind of, I also kind of get text messagey too at times where I do feel like I sometimes spend a lot of my day texting, mm-hmm. which is to real people and good. Yeah. But I do find myself, it, it does involve the phone in my hands a lot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I think uh, I'd be curious to hear if any of our listeners have done technology fasts or breaks or how you've, how you've done it because yeah, I get overwhelmed by it because so much of life is technology based now. And so, so like I said, it's been easy for me and it's been good for me and healthy for me to take these social media breaks once a week. But, um, but yeah, the thought of taking even just 24 hours with no technology whatsoever is really daunting, but I'm attracted yeah. to daunting, you know. I love hard, hard things. So, so there is this conviction that's happening right now, which may or may not be Holy Spirit inspired. It may be more like Tom's. Tom needs to suffer you, more. Masochism, yeah. <laughs> right? No, I don't know. You if you've ever, ever experienced this, right? But the evening times for me, I don't know how you seem like someone. At least you come across. That's right. In your in what you project you off as yeah as someone who reads and is like less lowbrow yeah. and more of like every once in a while we'll sit down with a book, but if I'm in the evening time and my wife and I choose to not watch TV but instead like read a book or do something non TV related in the evening, 
I feel like J.R.R. Tolkien. Like I feel <laughs> like Ernest Hemingway wow, yeah. just sitting down with a port and a good book. And I love that feeling. And I want to chase that. Um, no, I mean, this, this is com- full confession. I am like the worst English major, the worst representative of, of my degree because I do not read nearly as much as like people. Your online brand with. is like someone who does read though. So what you're doing something <laughs> right because you do come across. I'm glad, I'm glad I come across the way, but um, I'm going to give myself some props because I don't ever do that. Um, I usually point out my flaws, but yeah, the last three weeks I have been reading more than I have in years. Um, and that's been so good. It's been so good for me to like, mm. my rule is I have a rule for reading is that I read nonfiction during the day and then I read fiction before bed. And I forget, High I forget who said this because yeah, I honestly don't even remember, but there was something about like, when you read nonfiction, you're like forcing one side of your brain to think and engage with it in a way that if you're reading fiction, it allows you more to just lean back and just step into a world mm. and let it unfold around you. And because there'd be times I would read nonfiction before bed and I can look back and think, oh yeah, like that probably didn't really ease me into bed into sleepy time as much as fantasy. Cause now I'm reading fiction and some, some dystopian, I'm going to give a book recommendation here soon. Mm. Um, so I've been reading this book before bed for the last couple of weeks and it has done wonders for my sleep. I've been struggling with sleep during this whole quarantine. I've had some, a lot of sleep issues, but I started reading this book for like 30, 20, 30 minutes before bed each night. And then all of a sudden, like you get to the end of that second or third chapter, my eyes are doing the little droopy things and it's time. Okay. Turn off the light. You go cross. Go to bed. A little. Yeah. And that's it. So, so the book I've been reading, it came out a few years ago. It's called Scythe. Have you ever heard of this book? Scythe. No, but I know of a board game called Scythe that's dystopian future. Oh, I wonder if they made is a it book related. Game. I wonder. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, this book is pretty great. It's in development as a movie. I foresee Ooh. it as the next Hunger Games. It's got that feel to it. Um, yes. But it's pretty great. It's it it takes place some hundreds of years in the future. Um, past the age of mortality. Basically what has happened hundreds of years from now, science and technology have improved to the point where people no longer die. People are able to be, they have like nanites in their blood that repair everything and they just live forever until Mm -hmm. you cross a scythe. And so what happens is, is there's this, it's called the scythedom. And so there's this collection of human, I forget how many, I don't know, like a hundred, couple hundred humans around the world that are scythes and their sole purpose is to glean throughout the year. And so they have a quota that they have to meet where they kill certain number of people to control overpopulation and other issues. And so they're the ones that control the population of the planet and they kill based on whatever criteria they deem fit. And so you have good scythes and not so good scythes. And I am enthralled by this story. It is so well told um, there's journal entries in it. It's just like, it's, I love the structure of it. The characters are phenomenal. I, I can't wait for this movie whenever it emerges, but, um, highly recommend it. So it's, it's a trilogy, three books. So I'm almost mm. near the end of book one and have thoroughly enjoyed it so far more than I have a lot of fiction books in recent times. So, so there's my recommendation. That sounds great. Yeah. Check it out. Look at that. I gave a TikTok recommendation. I gave a book recommendation. <laughs> You're you're an influencer, Tom. <laughs> and I listened, Nate. I listened to your podcast yesterday on the movie Cats, which is a movie I Ooh. really want to see. I was like, I told Ooh. my brother one day, I was like, when it was out, I was like, can we please see this in theaters? 
and he's like such a lame person sometimes and he was like no because i would have loved to see that in theaters for just like the the wonder the sheer absurd wonder of it all it's, it's a treat for sure <laughs> so, it's not a treat for humans but it's a treat for someone so, y'all check out nate's movies on the side podcast on cats you'll have a great time <laughs> i thoroughly enjoyed y'all's review of it well thank you yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Oh, I want to get, I usually leave those who are listening with a, a nugget of advice. Great. We have to go, Nate. So tell them your nugget. I love how you said nugget. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. I, it should be nugget. nugget. Yeah. Not nougat. <laughs> Is it a, well, a nougat that sounds more delectable. Yeah. So maybe it's a nougat. You're right. Welcome to Nate's <laughs> nougat. That sounds dirty. Anyway, um, here's my advice for those out there. Even if you don't have anywhere to go or anything to do during the days when you're staying at home, I recommend having a set wake-up time. Mm. Still use an alarm clock and still get up at a reasonable time. I've been doing this recently and it makes a world of difference because if not, you will sleep and sleep and sleep and you will sleep in later and later and you will have trouble going to bed and you will end up going to bed later and later. And there's something in your brain when at 1 a.m. you can't go to sleep or you wake up at 10 a.m., something in your brain switches to either like I'm in college or I'm a kid sort of time. When if you're trying to be a full functioning adult, feels good to early to bed, early to rise. And if there's ever a time to make a habit, it's during this time. So it may hurt for a couple of days, but if you end up setting an alarm and you're up and going, have your little devotional time in the morning. Mm, yeah. Good way to start the day, even if you don't have a ton of stuff to do. That is a great nougat. Thank you for sharing that because Thank it ties back to my journey, bringing this back to me. Because for when I was having trouble sleeping, I mentioned that earlier in the episode, I was having trouble sleeping because normally I am such a like get to bed early, wake up early, get to the coffee shop, start off the day with some good coffee and, and read some blogs and then get into the work for the day. And then when this all thing just happened, there's just so much to me that said, who cares? Like why wake up at seven when I can wake up at 10 or 11 or 12? Right. Like, what's the point? I might as well just, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. But I, I think in many ways, I'm grateful for my allergy attack because I was taking all kinds of medi- all kinds of medication, which just knocked me knocked out. You right knocked out. me right out. <laughs> Along with reading Scythe before bed, um, all of a sudden, last yeah, last several days, I would say I've been reestablishing my my sleep patterns of getting to bed early, waking up early, and that's such a healthy thing um, mentally, just to get back into a habit of doing. And I'm hoping that this will now stick, and that I will stick to this because yeah, it's just changed. It's changed a lot of my outlook the last week or so. So. Good, good, uh, good nougat. If y'all want to read more delectable, delectable nougats from this community, Nate's not technically part of it, but he is. He's like an honorary, uh, an honorary I'm other a, brother. I'm a supporter, mega fan. He's a great friend. Um, check out our content, yourotherbrothers.com. You can follow us on all the socials at your other bros. Um, and remember, as always, y'all, you're not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. Stay at home, but stay connected. And Nate, thank you for being one of the few, the proud three Peters of the ConvoCast. It's been so great every time. It has been an honor and a privilege for me. <laughs> um, oh yeah, my announcement. My announcement is that this, I think this is the last week of the of the ConvoCast for a while. Um, we are trying to get the Yobcast back online, but there has been some 
equipment delays and snafus that just I'll explain more as the week progresses. I'll share more of this Even journey. The sparrow gets tired of recording combo right. cast. <laughs> right. So I think it's last week. I don't want to like make that official yet because there is a possibility that I might go another week. But but um, if this was the last time, Nate, you've been great. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, and to everyone, follow. Thomas Mark Z on TikTok for all that hot content. Thank you. You're going to love um, the three videos. How many shirtless me. videos do you have? None yet, here? but stay tuned, you okay. guys. <laughs> stay tuned. Perfect. Watch this space. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See ya.